0: Right, so we're going to have a read of some of the the rules that you guys have come up with. This is the answer to the question. If you could make one rule that everybody had to follow, what would it be? Say, I love you. Okay. (laughs) We're we're opening these on the fly. (laughs) This this is good. This is for all the bakers out there. When making bread, always mist the oven with... A water spray great crusts <laughs> Top <tips>. very informative <laughs> excellent stuff thank you okay I agree with this never do your nails on public transport <laughs> who's had the experience of having to sit next to someone clipping their nails on a bus Oh, this is a good one this is a good one. love the Lord your God with all your heart mind and strength I think we all agree with that that's yes. brilliant rule Ooh, everyone park between the lines in the car parks. (laughs) Oh! Uh, Give me lots of chocolate for free. That is a great rule, isn't it? (laughs) Okay. Always think of others before yourself. Oh, that's That's lovely. That is good. Um, I'm seeing a lot about being very kind. We're a kind bunch here at Highgrove (laughs) by the look of these notes. Good yeah. one. Yeah. Yes. I, I'm agreeing with these. A lot, a lot about being kind. So that's wonderful. And kind of cues us up quite well for what we're talking about today. Does it? It does. <laughs> <laughs> Shall <laughs> I hand great. over to you at this point, It Rachel? can hand over to me at this point <laughs> okay. if you'd like to. I'm just going to go get a stand. Hi, everyone. Hi. Hi. So, today we are thinking about rules. Because there are a lot of rules around, aren't there? A lot of rules. Um, hands up if you go to nursery or school and there are rules in your school. Yeah, quite a few. Big people as well as smaller people. What are some of those rules? Holly, do you want to just take some, some things around? What, would anyone like to share one of the rules that they have every day at their school or nursery? What's on? Yes, Holly, do you want to share? Um, you have to have separate assemblies in class. Oh, yes, that, that is a rule at the moment. Separate assemblies in class. Safety first. No running in the corridors. No running in the corridors. Oh, that's a good one, isn't it? Hands up if you're a teacher who implements that rule. <laughs> few hands there. <laughs> Got another one here, yes? I need to be timed. You've got to be kind. You've got to be kind. That yeah. is a very good rule. And actually, a lot well, of people write that. One. Okay, one last one. Oh, You have to wear your coat if you're going outside. <laughs> wear your coat if you go outside. <laughs> That's very summer? good. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. So, there are rules everywhere, aren't there? And I'd say, you know, when I've been thinking about rules, because we're all thinking about rules this morning... Probably rules are generally there for our benefit and for everyone's benefit. You know, no running in the corridor. I mean, it might sound a bit boring, but actually it's there so that, you know, it's not chaotic and everyone can get around safely. You know, you think about um, one of the most famous sets of rules we have, the highway code. You know, the rules for the road. You know, imagine what it would be like if those rules weren't there. It would be utter chaos. You know, they're there to make sure that people can get from A to B safely, happily, on time. Everyone's a winner. It's great. And most of the rules that we have are like that. And the reason that we're thinking about rules today in particular is because Jesus talks about one rule. A very special rule, which came to be known as the Golden Rule. You know, uh, we're doing at High Grove uh, a whole series on Jesus and some of his teaching that's found in the book of Matthew. And, um, and there was a lot of talk about rules in Jesus' time. I'm just going to invite Deb up, she's going to help me here. Because actually, the, a lot of the discussion in Jesus' time, as, as is today, actually, is how should we live? How should we live together? How should we behave and treat each other uh, for for everyone's benefit so that we can do this thing called life safely and happily? And in particular, you know, in, in Jesus' day and for us, we're thinking not just how do we get along with each other, but how do we live in a way that makes God happy? How do we live in a way that will please God? And some of the rules that were around in Jesus' day... Were called, or, or, or there were the rules known as the Law and the Prophets. So you have these laws that uh, were given um, that explain how people should do life. You know, we might think of the Ten Commandments. You know, they, they they're some laws, but there were more laws than just that, and you can find those in the Old Testament. And so Jesus and the people in Jesus' day would have known all about the law. But there was also the the, the sayings of the prophets. The prophets were special people who heard from God and they had messages from God. And they would uh, pass on these messages and, and say, you know, you need to be treating each other well and justly and fairly. And so people in Jesus' day knew about the law and the prophets because they were God's rules to make sure that Everyone lived life well and people were looked after and treated justly. But now these weren't the only rules that they would have known about. Because there was a group of people in Jesus' day called the Pharisees. And they kind of had some extra rules as well that kind of went over and above the law and the prophets, all these other rules. And, um, and the reason they did this, it wasn't just that they really, really loved rules I mean, they might have really loved rules, but, you know, that wasn't the only thing. You see, in Jesus' time, Israel was being run by the Romans. And, uh, and they didn't really like that. <laughs> and they thought, actually, if, if we can just get God's rules absolutely right, then God will come and rescue us. And save us and kick the Romans out. So they were very keen that people followed God's rules absolutely to the letter. To make sure that everyone was getting it right. So we end up with lots and lots and lots of rules that people have to live by. Thank you very much, Deb. This is a beautiful tower. You can keep going, yeah. She's, she's nearly done them all. The problem is, as we discovered in our game, having lots and lots and lots of rules can get a bit confusing. And it can get a bit complicated and a bit precarious. I mean, I don't know about you, I find it very difficult holding too many rules in my head at one time. I mean, I find it difficult holding anything in my head, too many things at one time. And you might end up kind of forgetting some But also, you know, if there are lots and lots of rules, you you can start getting a bit bogged down by them. You know, someone says, oh, this is the rule, and you go, oh, okay, yeah, but what, what if, what if in this situation? So then you come up with another rule, oh, well, and you start qualifying it, and that can get a bit confusing. Or worse, you can get so busy following the rules that you end up missing the point of the rules entirely, you know. And it just becomes about following the letter of the rule and not really the spirit of it. And so perhaps this is why Jesus, who, by the way, knew all the rules, the laws and the prophets, and all the extra rules as well, better than anyone, ended up landing this one amazing, fantastic, one-size-fits-all, no further questions, rule to end all rules that we read about in the Sermon on the Mount. And I'm very sorry, this isn't a giant Jenga block, which is what I'd hoped. Jesus comes up with this one great rule that kind of encapsulates everything and it's summed up in Matthew and we are going to watch a lovely video which is going to show us what that rule is. Isn't that lovely? Holly did that. Round of applause for Holly. Isn't that beautiful? So this is Jesus' golden rule. It's going to come up here. So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. The golden rule. It's like Jesus is saying, take a moment to think about what you would like other people to do to you and then do that take a moment to think about what would you like other people to do to you how would you like to be treated and then do that to others now hang on a minute I hear you cry. Because surely some of this is a bit subjective. You know, I might like a chocolate milkshake. You might like a strawberry milkshake. You know, if, if I were to celebrate my birthday, maybe I'd want a massive party uh, with loads of people there, all friends and family. But actually, you might prefer to have, you know, something a bit smaller with nearest and dearest. If I were to throw you a big party, you might not appreciate that, you know. But I think, really, that's missing the point of what Jesus is saying, isn't it, really? Because, you know, clearly some things are a matter of opinion or taste. But actually, I think there are some things which are, are universal and that we would all hope for. You know, when it comes to how we are treated, fundamentally, I think there are some things, regardless of who we are or where we're from, that we would hope for, that we would hope all others, other people would, would do for us. And I think Holly's picture sums it up beautifully. If we have that back up on the screen there. Because I think when all is said and done, and it's interesting how many of this was reflected in our, uh, in our rules, I think we all hope that other people will treat us kindly. That they treat us with some kindness. You know, be kind actually popped up quite a few times uh, on, our, on our own golden rules. And when I think about, you know, treating with kindness, I think, I think of a couple of things in particular. First, I think we'd all hope that if we were stuck, then there'd be somebody who'd give us a hand. You know, that if we were in need, there'd be someone who would help us out. And I'm sure if we stopped and thought about it, actually, we'd all be able to think of a time in our lives when people have been kind to us in that way, you know, someone who maybe said the right thing, the most encouraging thing at the right time, or maybe if they gave us some help when we most needed it, or just lent us a hand when we couldn't manage things by ourselves. In fact, why don't you just take a moment now, just pause, and think of a time when you've really needed something, you've been a bit stuck, and someone's helped you out. I mean, I don't know if we're all willing or able to ask for help, but I think probably we all hope for it. I also think kindness looks, looks like forgiveness as well. You know, take a moment to think about the last time someone did something that upset you a bit. I mean, how, how do we react when that happens? You know, maybe you have a bit of a moan, Maybe you tell the person that you live with all about it in great detail and at volume and length, you know. And then maybe you just take a moment to have to get over that. I mean, I imagine that that's what people do. I wouldn't know that personally, what people do. But the thing is, the truth is, no one lives their best lives all the time. You know, nobody's perfect. And we all have bad days and we all make mistakes. We all say stuff we don't mean And actually when we do that, probably what we hope for is that people will be a bit gracious towards us, a bit forgiving, you know, that someone will kind of put their arm around us and say, look, I know what you said and I know what you did, but it's okay. I forgive you. Let's move on. You know, that's being treated with kindness, isn't it? And, says Jesus, if this is how we long to be treated, you know, if we really hope that there's someone who'll be a really good friend to us when we most need it. And if we hope that someone will give us another chance when we don't get it quite right, then that should be our guide for how we should treat others. You know, just just to bring this to a close, you know, I I think most of us here want to feel like like we're making God happy, you know, and that we're going in the right direction with things. You know, and rules, to an extent, help us to get there. But actually, they can feel a bit overwhelming at times. And with what Jesus says, you know, do to others as you'd have them do to you, I feel like Jesus is kind of saying, you don't need to overthink this, you know, because if you just do this one thing, if you let this be your guide... Do to others as you'd have them do to you, and you won't go far wrong. So, let's do to others as we would have them do to us. Actually, let's do to others as God has already done for us. You know, our Heavenly Father who gives lavishly and forgives outrageously. Because that's the way that we put a smile on other people's face, probably on our face, and very definitely on God's face. Let's pray. (laughs) Dear Father God, thank you that your love for us reaches to the heavens. Thank you that your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Thank you that you treat us with kindness, giving us all that we need And forgiving us whenever we turn to you. Help us to be people who treat others with that same kindness. Giving and forgiving whenever we can. To your glory. Amen.